Hello, listeners. I'm the host of this episode, Dean, and welcome to the LSE Focal Point podcast. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Sorka McKenna. Sorka completed her moderatorship, bachelor's, and PhD on microbiology in Trinity College, Dublin, then began her career at McKinsey as a consultant. She focuses on integrated care and out-of-hospital care across the EMEA region, such as advising the implementation of integrated services for long-term condition patients across London Borough and the design of a regional integrated care strategy for a health minister in Spain. Now, she holds the role of partner and Dublin office lead at McKinsey and chairs the board of a nonprofit organization, ChangeX. Sorka, how are you doing today? I am pretty good, thank you. A little bit chilly, but good other than that. Great to hear. For starters, can you walk us through your career journey after an entire academic career in sciences? What made you choose consulting? <laughs> no problem. So. Um, I think, uh, so when I, I was doing my PhD, I had always sort of thought I would be an academic. So my dad was an academic and um, all through university, like I really enjoyed what I was studying. It was fantastic. And um, as I was doing my PhD, I think two things happened um, that made me realize I wanted to do something different. One is, I think I got into the reality of what it was to be a scientist for a career, which involves actually doing a lot of experiments, which for me were tremendously fun to do like the first two or three times. They became a lot less fun when you were repeating them for the um, statistically significant time. Um, and so I just found that I wasn't as I think, stimulated by it as I thought that I was going to be. I really enjoyed it. Like I loved it and I still love the all of the scientific concepts um, and keep up to date with the literature, but I just didn't enjoy the sort of doing it, of it as much as I thought I would. Um, and I think the second thing was just realizing how difficult it is to make a career in academia, if I'm really honest. You know, when I was sort of 22 and looking ahead and, you know, there were really established people who were struggling to get mortgages because it's, it's a tough job. It's contractual. And it just it, it felt like, you know, the combination of two things really made me look pretty hard at what I wanted to do next. And so. Um, I started looking around for jobs. I really didn't have a clue. I'll be honest. I was very, very naive. I'd only ever thought of one career path. And so coming out, um, you know, sort of with a PhD in science, which didn't feel very applicable to anything else, was pretty uh, scary. But I had um, a couple of friends who were doing um, consulting in London, actually, with a different firm, interestingly. Um, but they... Uh, sort of talked to me a bit about it and, and had, had said before they thought it would be interesting. Um, and the more I heard about it and the focus on problem solving and the ability to do lots of different things, it, it really started to appeal to me. And so I applied to a bunch of consulting firms and was very lucky <laughs> to get into McKinsey, particularly because McKinsey had a Dublin office and I had lots of personal reasons for wanting to, to stay close to Dublin. So yeah, that's a little bit how it happened. Um, in terms of the rest of my career was really interesting. Um, I've been at McKinsey now 20 years, which is very, very scary, I'll be honest. Um, <clears throat> I only ever really intended to stay for a couple of those, thinking I'd go and do pharma or something similar. But the reality was when I got into McKinsey, having no business background, I just sort of did a, a bit of a random walk around sectors and types of projects. And I, I really enjoyed it all. Uh, I think one of the things that really struck me was just the amount of learning that I was doing all the time. Um, you know, I, like every time we start a new project, you would have to become very, very deep in the content very quickly. And I love that. I love learning that. I love learning about different things, working with different people. I found it incredibly challenging, but incredibly rewarding. So um, that was fantastic for the first couple of years. Then I, I started to focus on healthcare. And I think, you know, 
there was really, you know, finding a group of people that were building something really exciting in McKinsey in terms of the healthcare practice, doing something that I felt like I had a background in and also just something that felt socially meaningful. And so I spent a long time doing that. Now then went off and had two kids, was elected partner. My focus shifted back to Dublin quite a bit. Uh, you know, in healthcare, I was traveling around a lot. And I loved it. I wouldn't have done anything differently. But, you know, my my sort of focus shifted back to Dublin then 12 years ago. And I um, uh, sort of started to think about, you know, wanting to focus more on local projects, not just Dublin, but London and sort of less further afield. Um, and so um, I sort of did a combination then of healthcare and consumer work. And I, I actually headed up our uh, one of our organization and consumer service lines. And then um, a few years after that, when um, uh, the position became available, uh, Vivian, who was our managing partner at the time, asked me to take over Dublin. And, and since then, I've done, I've, I've sort of continued to do a lot of healthcare work, but I do a lot of other sort of more varied um, types of projects in, in that role, um, anchoring a lot of client relationships. So it's changed a lot over time, I have to say, sort of both in, in the roles, but even for the last sort of 12 years as a partner. I've done quite a few different roles within that. Now I'm here today and we're live. That sounds like an amazing journey. And as the partner and uh, Dublin office lead, Emma Kinsey, can you tell us a bit more about your role? How do you balance all those responsibilities with your role at ChangeX? Uh, it's a great question. And um, sometimes I do it well, sometimes I do it less well, I would say, because there's a not insubstantial responsibilities at home as well, right? You know, the mom and two kids. Um, so, what what do I do? I guess is is a very good question. Um, so it's it's a really interesting role. Actually, I think it's one of the best roles in the firm, and I love it. Um, which I I didn't necessarily think I would, if I was honest, because it looked like an awful lot of work uh, from outside. So I mean, there's there's a few components. So first of all, I I still serve clients. That's really important. Important to stay relevant. Excuse me. <laughs> um, so I still serve clients. I serve them on a variety of studies. And whereas before I was really focused in healthcare, now I continue to do healthcare, but I have also broadened quite a lot the client service that I do. And the nature of those broader relationships tends to be less about my expertise and more about the relationships that I have with senior people in the companies uh, in Ireland. So I lead all of our public sector work, for example. We've done a lot of work around climate change, which has been incredibly rewarding and also sort of plays a bit into the scientific background. Um, and, um, you know, I do a lot of work in the private sector as well. And so I think there's a lot more variety, for example, in the client work that I do now. Um, and I tend to play a bit more of an orchestration role rather than a sort of a content leader role than I, that I would have played before. And um, the other things that I do is I, I do I'll spend a lot of time out and about sort of, you know, um, meeting people, some people who will be clients, some people who will never be clients. But, you know, meeting people in Ireland, senior executives, senior people in the public sector who... Um, you know, we'll have a perspective on what's important to Irish clients, what's important to the Irish economy, and making sure that we're very relevant and developing the right set of capabilities uh, in Ireland. Um, and so, you know, it's quite a lot of networking, as you call it, which has been a great part, actually, and a big learning for me is the importance of that in the office manager role. I spend a lot of time uh, on the team in Ireland. So we're in a big growth phase um, lots of time recruiting, lots of time thinking about how you know we create the best value proposition for our people in Ireland, the kinds of skills that we need to get in, and you know just making sure that we tackle the people issues. It's, it's really interesting. Uh, you know, in consulting, you you manage teams very often, or you're you're directing teams, 
um, you don't necessarily line manage people in the same way. And actually, this is much more like a line manager role where you are sort of taking care of people more holistically. It takes a lot of time, actually much more time than I ever thought it would, but it's very rewarding as well. Um, and so, you know, uh, those are kind of the key elements. There's a client service element. There's the um, sort of people in the office element. And then there's the reach and relevance. And then there's sort of all of the other extraneous stuff around finance and the other much more boring parts that sadly take up a lot of my time. But no, it, it's, it's very rewarding um, and quite different to any of the roles I've done in the past. And how I balance that with all the other things that are going on. So ChangeX, interestingly, I just came from uh, a board meeting at ChangeX. It's, um, it, I have to say, it's it's relatively easy to balance, I think, because it's very different. And so they, they give me energy in different ways. So ChangeX is a much smaller company uh, it, I, I've been with it for the last seven years since it was a startup and, and it's a nonprofit. And so very different set of challenges, very much more sort of need to be an agile organization. So it's been really interesting, and really energizing working with that company. Um, and we have a board meeting uh, every quarter and, you know, I'll meet with the CEO regularly, but it doesn't it's not an imposition. And I sort of build it into my working day, to be honest, in the same way I do any of my other work, because I, I treat it as. Uh, in the same way, right? It's a it's a commitment and a professional role, and so I do that. Um, and then you know I'm pretty strict, I would say, uh, in terms of boundaries and and sort of it doesn't always work out quite well. But you know I I, re I always keep my weekends free, and um, spend time with family and the kids. Don't look at emails, anything like that, um, just because I find it, otherwise you get sort of distracted and your brain gets pulled in. You know I, I am there for breakfast as you know, when I'm not traveling, which is most of the time I'm not nowadays. And, you know, as much as possible, I try to, spend, to be there, you know, sort of in the evenings for homework and dinner as well, which is is pretty often, if I'm really honest, and if I need to, I'll go back to work then afterwards. But, you know, it's a it's balance. And I've certainly become much more uh, aggressive is the wrong word, but much more um, guarding of my boundaries when it comes to work and life, uh, you know, since I've had kids. But you know, even before, I think it's really important. Um, so, yeah, that's I think answers your question. Definitely. Thank you for those insights. And having this 20 years of experience in consulting, how has the industry changed over the past two decades? That's a really good question. Very substantially is the answer. Very, very substantially. Um, <laughs> it's a very different firm that I work in now than the one that I joined. And I think consulting has changed very substantially. Um, and, and in a good way, actually. So I think, you know, historically, um, certainly McKinsey and the other sort of big consulting firms were really seen as strategy consultants. So really focused on strategy, your toughest problems will come in, you know, bring some very smart people and help you solve that. Like, you know, sort of working with you on that and accelerate your ability to do that. But there was very little, you know, work that we were doing around implementation. So, you know, we'd leave with the strategy and then it's up to you, the firm, to, to implement it, the company we're working with. And, um, and, you know, obviously, and when I joined Frontier Digital, it wasn't that big, big a deal either in terms of strategy consultant consulting. You know, the, we, it was just at the tail end of the dot-com boom, but like, you know, it was still very early days in terms of digital development and AI analytics, anything like that. And um, I think what we've seen, the couple of things have happened since I've joined. One is that actually our clients become much more sophisticated, right? So, you know, they have, they're looking for real expertise in the consultants they bring in and rightly so. They want people who actually know their industry, you know, have deep expertise, not just people who are good at strategy. You know, in fact, they want the two, right? They want people who are good at, good at strategy and they want people who are deeply expert and they want those kinds of skills 
Um, and I think that's one thing. So we see a lot more specialization in terms of our consultants, whereas before we would have had a lot of generalists. And we also see, um, I think, much more diverse teams. Um, and that's in the kind of the skills that we bring in. So, you know, we we are much more focused on implementation. It's a huge part of the work we do. I think it's like 40% of the work that we do is an implementation of strategy. Very different set of skills, working within organizations, less focused on pretty PowerPoint slides or analysis, much more focused on how you get stuff done. Very, very different. And we've really built out that capability and so have lots of other consulting firms. So I think it's much more expected that you do that now. And finally, digital and analytics, I think, um, and, and also design. You, know, you really have to uh, be able to support clients on this. It's it's hugely important for every organization um, to have a digital strategy, be thinking about that. You know, they're coming from very different positions, but, uh, you know, we need the ability to advise on that and actually be able to build code, understand the technicalities of it as well. And so that that's been really interesting in terms of how we build these teams that have very different people, you know, whereas before it would have been very homogenous in terms of the way people thought and doing strategy. Now it's much more diverse and it's been it's great, right? I mean, the office is a much more fun place to be. Lots of different types of people. Um, people come from very different backgrounds. So our recruiting strategies have changed a lot, which I think is also very good. Um, and and uh, so I think you've got a much more diverse set of problems that we're trying to solve for much more sophisticated clients. And we've had to, you know, change our change the way we do things to adapt to that. Well, looking ahead. Very, very no. Regarding some of the issues you said that are still remaining today, the cost and efficiency, <laughs> how do you think the consulting help sector can help to eliminate them? Or what are some of the opportunities in the future? It's um, it's a great question. I mean, I think the reality is um, we can, I think, do a couple of things. One, I think we can um, help leaders who are prepared to be bold, be bold, right? And, and you know, really do the right kind of work. And um, so, yeah, and I think most people, I mean, nobody goes into work thinking, you know, this this project isn't valuable or anything like that. But there, I think there is real opportunity to work with the most senior leaders who have ambition, right, around delivering integrated care and helping them to realize that, right? And focusing on, not just on planning, but on implementation. I think that's going to be the key, right? Because everyone sort of knows what we need to do. I would say the same thing applies around sustainability. You know, how do we unlock the changes that need to happen? Because it's not easy. If it was easy, it would be done. You know, you're asking people to change the way they work. If you're working in the healthcare system, you're asking patients to change the way they behave and how they think about this. This is very difficult stuff. So I think really shifting the focus away from um, what needs to be done to how do we actually unlock the really difficult questions around contracts and you know, organizations and who runs this and who doesn't and the role, you know, the workforce, et cetera. That's, I think, what we need to do. And that's what we should be focusing our, our efforts on. Thank you for that perspective. And uh, finally, shifting the focus to our audiences, what are some of the key advice and insights you will give to those who just started in the consulting industry? Uh -huh. um, I think one, uh, enjoy it and have fun, I think is the most important thing, right? So I think... First of all, you know, uh, enjoy all of the experiences that you, all of the opportunities that it opens up to you to work with interesting clients and to work with interesting people. I think be curious and open to learning, I think is really important, right? It is a massive learning experience, no matter where you come from, right? Um, and so just being open to that and not sort of feeling defensive or like you have to prove yourself, just go out and do your best and enjoy it and, and, and be curious. Um, and I think just being, you know, uh, a 
positive and sort of, I mean, it doesn't mean you have to be like a massive extrovert, but like, you know, just being a genuinely decent person to work with, right? You know, this is teamwork stuff, right? And so I think actually being someone that teams want to work with is really, really important. It's a seriously underestimated quality, but it's it's massively important, you know, and it 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 applies to everyone, right? Everyone can bring something different to the team room, but it's just about sort of being there to support your team, you know, be willing to do what's needed and and then um, you know, enjoy it, I think is is my biggest piece of advice. Thank you for those aspiring advice and your time to share your amazing insights with us. And thank you to our listeners for joining us on this episode. Stay tuned for more content.